الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم عن انس رضي الله تعالى ان الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لولا ان لا تدافنوا لدعوت الله ان يسمعكم عذاب القبر رواه مسلم صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم دوشي الله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home it is the sheer mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that everything what you see in this world is divided into two categories one is zahir zahir means something that is visible something that is external apparent something that you can see the face of and opposite to that is batin ek zahir hai ek batin batin means something that is not apparent something that is not visible but invisible something that you cannot see clearly and everything in this world falls in these two categories. It is either vile, anything, or it is bathing. A lot of the things in this world one can see, visualize. And a lot of things in this world one cannot see. In the Arabic language, stomach is named as batanun. Batanun, from the word bathing. Batan means stomach. But the word batanun means something that conceals. The stomach is the most important part. It holds everything. And the front part of the stomach is concealing everything, hiding everything. That is why it is known as batanun. So you have something which is zahil and you have something which is batin. To give a decision regarding something that is zahil, that is quite simple and easy. If you go to the doctor and if he sees the color of your skin slightly yellow, yellowish or greenish, he'll say you've got jaundice or anything else. It becomes easy for the doctor to diagnose you properly. But if it is something that is inside, it's a difficult task. Several tests, examinations and then finally the result is there, that is also not a guarantee. So naturally anything that is invisible to the human eye, then that opens the door of different theories, different ideas, individual opinions. And generally in the world that we live in, 
all the theories and the opinions given to us is all wrong and corrupted. Wrong and corrupted. Take for an example evolution. It didn't come into the mind of, what's his name, Charles Darwin. He rejected uh, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he presented logic in front of the scriptures and revelation. So he came up with this idea. And another typical example that comes to the mind and also is related to the hadith which I read to you is for an example life in the grave. Many books have been written, documentaries, different ideas, talk to different people, do you believe in life after death? And different ideas, different answers. Some even have uh, this idea that they want to reject everything. They don't even believe in life in the grave, no punishment. Or if you've done something good, nothing good will happen to you in the grave. And they just look at the human body that when the body is laid down, after a few months the body decays off, decomposes and that's it. That is the end of the story. Now we are talking about the invisible world, something that is connected to the unseen world. And Alhamdulillah, if you are a Muslim, then let alone any other culture or religion to even compare the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the Muslimin, the Mu'mineen. Subhanallah, everything what they have in front is mere speculation, guesswork, guesswork. Compared to the solid evidence that is given to the Mu'mineen, to the believers, because it comes directly from the greatest source, and the greatest source is none other than Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَا إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا يُوحَى And the beauty is that we have Qur'an and we have Hadith. And if you look at the style and, and the pattern of the two, yet very similar and yet also very different. The words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are separated from the Qur'an. The Qur'an is there and the Hadith is there. The style of the Qur'an is different and the style of Hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is different. But yet both are connected. The tafsir is in the, the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So as Muslims we don't have any difficulty in understanding of all the phases that one individual goes through once he expires. When he dies, what happens? We see some people, subhanAllah, in some faiths and religion, uh, even if you are to die, it would cost the family thousands of pounds just to deposit that body back down there. Thousands of pounds. Thousands of three-piece suit and what not and all the functions and the ceremony that takes place but Islam so simple even the nikah today if you were here in Juma, two nikahs, two minutes two nikah, two minutes no formalities, no nothing wakil gawa, ji, aapne kabool kiya, mashallah barakallahu fikuma wa jama'a baynakuma bil khair 
simplicity that you see and witness in Islam. When someone passes away, no formality. By giving ghusl, any white piece of cloth, even if it's chadar or anything, mashallah, three garments, wrap, it, wrap the mayat round in the proper sequence, tartib. And mashallah, be quick, be quick. For Jannah is waiting for that Muslim, for that moment. Put him there. Put him there. Simplicity. But yet, subhanallah al-azim, everything in the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is active and is alive. Is active and is alive. That is the beauty of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's tafsir. So, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has laid down for us the believers a foundation. Beautiful hadith. He says that إِنَّمَا الْقَبْرُ رَوْضَةٌ مِّنْ رِيَاضِ الْجَنَّةِ أَوْ حُفْرَةٌ مِّنْ حُفَرِ النَّارِ Two beautiful sentences. Subhanallah. For us to discard away all the other books and all whatever the professors have said, all goes down, throw it in the dustbin. Nothing. Beautiful. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam has said that Al-Qabr, that little small space, that hole that you see there, that space is either a portion of Jannat, without a doubt, or it is a pit of hell. Zoro may say, ek zarur hai, no doubt about it. And we don't doubt the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Only that individual will doubt who has this element of hypocrisy inside him or the level of iman is very, very weak, unfortunately. When you get to hear some cases, uh, being Muslims, uh, some people are depressed and uh, they want to go for to acquire some form of spiritual healing to some of, uh, not Muslim scholars or babas or what you'd say, to even seek gurus and other people, Allah And when you stop them, they say, oh, we are just going there for advice. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the beautiful life of all the companions. Everything is there. But we have to connect ourselves to the tartib of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sukoon is there. Believe me you, after going round and round and round and round and round, eventually everyone gets there to that one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is khalik and who is malik. In the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, staunch worshippers, idol worshippers, Sponge. They would they would have all the gods and the idols. All the gods and the idols. Abu Jahl had his own private idol. And sometimes he would slap the idol that why don't you fight Prophet wasallam? he speaks bad about you. But look at the insanity that he suffered from, but yet he would bow down. To make Yahuwai, Yahuwai, Yahuwai. Allah. And that is what happens when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes naraz of an individual. Believe me you, whatever credentials or qualifications he holds, he could be a sir, he could be knighted by the queen. 
but it's no use until Allah Akbar, you don't have that rooftop of Islam no use at all and in the morning Allah came of Abu Jahl had his private idol there and Abu Jahl is saying to Huzur salam that this time O Muhammad Ma'adullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam this my ilah, my ma'bud will show you who he is and all of a sudden this is where the shaitan comes in you see the shaitan goes inside that store the, the jinn and there's this movement inside and there was, there was this movement and Abu Jahl got very very happy who can do muqabla of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa and who can do muqabla who can compete with that individual who is following the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa he is the naib of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa and we are the khulafa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةِ we are khalifa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the mouth of that idol Abu Jahl is holding and the idol is saying Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna annaka Muhammadur Rasulullah I bear witness that there is no god but Allah and I bear witness that that zat that is standing in front of me is none other than Khatamun Nabiyyin rahmatul lil alamin Muhammad Mustafa Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam that is Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam so the knowledge that he gives us is incredible every phase every cycle Everything what happens in the Qabr, Subhanallah, even before the, 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 the Mayyat is laid down, in the Hadith, it is mentioned, if I can find the Hadith, that anyone who gives ghusl to the Mayyat and puts hunut, the special soap fragrance which they use upon the Mayyat, and if you shroud the Mayyat with kafan, and then you lift your Muslim brother on your shoulder, and then you place your Muslim brother down, and wasalla alayhi and then you read Salatul Janaza behind him with ikhlas Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all his sins like as, like as if it is that day when his mother gave birth to him Masum bacha hota hai she was born on that day subhanallah just with sincerity of respecting that individual that mu'min that muslim died that is why when a Muslim passes away, we are only to utter something that is good for him, something that is beneficial. We are, we are to let him rest in peace. To let him rest in peace. Some people are so arrogant in this world that they feel that they have the full control of the sacred soul, the life, the rule. That, like Namrud, I can kill that individual and assassinate that individual and I can give him life. Recently, uh, was it two days ago, hearing in the radio, nine o'clock in the morning, uh, and in the radio they were saying that uh, Ariel Sharon and the Israeli lobby would love to kill and assassinate Yasser Arafat, but obviously the Americans don't like that. So Yasser Arafat has to live as if they have the full authority to give life to whoever they want and kill whoever they want. فَإِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ Death only comes when the marzi, the wish of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there. 
nothing can happen to an individual but except with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is there, that is there, threatens, threats. We will do that, we will do that. For sure, we are living in a tangible world, a lot of things can happen. But as Muslims, our faith is stronger, our iman should be so strong that ultimately everything is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it was lovely to see for the first time uh, our Arab brothers united and for the first time our Arab brothers embracing each other. Alhamdulillah, Bole. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep this unity in our Arab brothers and in fact in the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when we see each other, we see each other with a 360 degree smile. With a 360 degree smile, a full smile. It should be pure love. Allah and unity, that is very, very important. Unity ke bagayar mein hazizo kaam nahi hoga under one banner. Subhanallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. Coming back to the question of qabr. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us beautiful evidence. Hazrat Anas radiyallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. Anna Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal. Law la an la tadafanu lada'awtu allaha an yusni'akum azab al-qabr. Rawahu muslim. If it, Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, if it was not the fear which I have that you might refrain from burying your loved ones, agar mujhe ye khatra na hota ke tum kahi tumhare murdo ko dafan karna chhoor do, then what would I have done? Lada'awtu allaha, I would have made, I would have prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for you to hear the punishment of the grave. For you to hear the punishment of the, the grave. But I fear that if I make that dua, then you will stop burying your loved ones. In another hadith, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala, إِنَّ الْمَوْتَ لَيُعَذَّبُونَ فِي كُبُورِهِمْ حَتَّى إِنَّ الْبَحَائِمَ لَتَسْمَعُوا أَسْوَاتَهُمْ Alayhi Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Without a doubt, the deceased people, the dead people, according to their bad actions, are punished in their graves first to the extent that the animals can hear of their punishment. The animals can hear of their punishment. And that is the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this makhluk, the other creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, Uthman had a massive beard. What did he have? Massive beard. And uh, if you look at the biography, the description of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, subhanallah, we, we cannot just say that Hudul alayhi salatu wa sallam was handsome. There are no words to describe the beauty of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But certainly reading some of the features of Hudul alayhi salatu wa sallam, it is said that our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had a very big beard, very big beard that would cover the, the, the front part of the chest. And Hazrat Uthman had a very big beard. Why? Because in the hadith it says that Kana Uthman radiallahu ta'ala is a waqafa ala qabrin yabuki. Whenever Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala stood by any cover, yabuki, he would start to cry. He would start to cry so much, hatta yabulla lihiyatahu, that the entire beard would be soaked with tears. The entire beard would be soaked with tears. 
So these are, subhanAllah, this one, you get some people, city people who hardly have the knowledge of the, the Quran and Hadith, and they say, no, French cut style, be it, be tell And, astaghfirullah alazim, some of our Muslim parents, I have to confess, when the children come to madrasa, they have hair on top here, hair, and from the sides, everything is shaved. Everything is shaved. So when he is wearing a topi, you can't see nothing. It is like as if, mashallah, chokrobo dekche. He's really shaved everything off. But in reality, <laughs> that is just a, a beautiful disguise. So he's, he's wearing a topi, so the hair is there, concealed. And everything here is like a machine, machine gumate. Until the ustaz flicks his topi out and then, mashallah, you have... Uh, a patch of hair here, everywhere here, and everything here is shaped. And we caught one student today, and we said to him that, oh, did you want to cut your hair like that? Is it your own wish? My father wanted my haircut to be like that. Well, if your father wants the haircut like that, what can the Molalas do? What can the Molalas do? And now if we bring up a law that if you cut your hair like that, we will expel you from the madrasa. Say, Why don't you mind your own business? What's hair got to do with parai? What's hair got to do with parai? But we, hair has got everything to do with parai. Tomorrow your children will want to pierce some parts of their body. Which is happening today. Trends, trends, trends. Fathers are encouraging. Young women, 16, 17, wearing skirts so tight. And then they are wearing scarf. What for? What for? Especially now when the sun is smiling at us. Short skirts with tight trousers and virtually everything is exposed and the scarf is so tight also, so tight. Allah If you are going to present yourself in an Islamic way, then present yourself properly in the Islamic way. Properly in the Islamic way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq because we are in the time of fitan. In the time of fitna, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal and it is extremely difficult. These are not things that are small. These are extremely important issues because the child from being young, he is groomed in the wrong way. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam would have zulfa, long hair, that would be fine, and then you would have awaba. Or otherwise, when he went for hajj, he shaved his hair off, halaq, pura kia. So we should follow Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasalam. We should not follow the kuffar because fashion and everything changes all the time. Everything that was uh, 20 years ago. Something that was considered to be old now, it, after 10 years it com comes back and then it goes back again, returns, and that is what dunya is. SubhanAllah, as Muslims, our ultimate goal should be what Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has always reminded us that one day you alone will rest in the Qabristan, all alone. Nobody will be there with you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes sometimes wants to show people 
of Azadi Kabr and, and everything is exposed. Everything is exposed. There was Al Mahzumi was an Arab, Buzrug Rahmatullah and he, his duty was that if anyone who passed away, he would sort of make the kafan and the dafan and make ghusl. It was his duty, like we have even in Leicester, certain people who look after uh, all the procedures when someone passes away. So, Al-Makhzubi in the kitab, it comes, Man'asha Ba'd Al-Maut, it's an Arabic kitab, lovely kitab. And in there, there's an incident quoted that there was this mayyat brought in the chamber of Al-Makhzubi and there's always kafan there also given by the family members. But Al-Makhzubi saw the mayyat and he was frightened of that mayyat. There was something different about this mayyat. And the difference was that for a start there was no kafan for him there laid out and the stomach was open and he had two bricks on the top of his stomach and the hands were folded on top of the bricks like just I'm here. So both the hands were on the bricks. Now, Al-Makhzumi got scared. What is this? He's never seen anything of the sort. He went out and he called some of the other shuyukh to see the condition of this person of Mayyat. What has happened? Al-Makhzumi decided that finally let me just try to unfold the hands and remove the bricks. The minute he touched the hands and the two bricks, Allah Akbar, he could not put the bricks down and the bricks slightly opened up and that mayyad started to scream and, and the mayyad is saying, Annaru, Annaru, fire, fire is burning me, don't take the bricks out, fire is burning me. These are some of the events and the, the, the reality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows an individual. And Al-Makhzumi being a Buzrubi, he's saying to him, Qul la ilaha illallah, Qul la ilaha illallah, say la ilaha illallah, say la ilaha illallah. And that person is saying, Al-Kalimatu laysa binafi'in, that even by saying la ilaha illallah, there is no benefit. And he said that, why? Because in my entire life, it was my habit to swear at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Faru. I would swear at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Amar Farooq and saying that he collapsed and he died again and he died now obviously the resuscitation the first uh, scenario maybe the heart just stopped beating because death is the final death the second time and after that he expired but Al-Makhzumi said that I don't want to give him Ghusl I don't want to give him ghusl or shroud him with a kafan. Allah. So anyone who would mock Khulafai Rashidin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes shows you everything. In Basra there was an individual, uh, a musafir traveling. In the night he stopped in this remote area and there was a cover in front of him. In the night he could hear from the cover donkey's voice like as if a donkey is crying like as if a donkey is crying early in the morning when dawn broke he went to the local people and he said that I could hear something from this cover what is it and the local people for them it was something very very natural and they said that this individual was a young man who died it was his habit to say to his mother 
that stop nagging and crying like a donkey. Stop nagging and stop crying like a like a donkey. So ever since, since day one, when he has passed away from there, every time in the night, the noise of that donkey is, is coming out from that individual, from that cover. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. One cannot doubt even to the slightest of what happens in the cover by respected brothers. Why? Because it is hijab. It is hijab. If you remove your spectacles and if you have numbers, you can't see something clearly. Though I have my eyes and everything is there, but I can't see everything. But the minute I put on my spectacles, then now I can see everything clearly. Likewise, when the body is put down in the grave, we haven't got that eyesight, that power to see actually what is happening to that mayyat, to that deceased person. Until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the power. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was on a journey, mounted on a camel. All of a sudden the camel became hyper and restless. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam touched the camel, said to the companions, I feel that in the surroundings there is the cemetery of the kuffar. Cemetery of the kuffar. That is why in this country, alhamdulillah, it is rahmat that the Muslims have their own area and that we are buried amongst uh, the Muslim community. But in a lot of the European countries, Allah Akbar, Muslims don't have that freedom. And when they die, they are simply buried with all other people, Christians or whoever. Even in Portugal, when I went, a lot of Muslims were just buried with, with the kuffar at that time. Allahu Akbar. So it is mustaqil na'mat for an individual to rest also with a, with a pious person. And Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to the companions who were very familiar of that area, and he said, Naam Ya Rasulullah, in uh, close to this locality there is the Qabristan of the Mushrikeen. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying that sitting on this camel I can hear the punishment that is given to them. If you were to hear the punishment and the azab given to them in the grave, you would stop eating and you would stop drinking. You would stop eating and you would stop drinking. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we prepare ourselves. First of all, our aqidah should be firm. Our aqidah should be strong. That whatever Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, it is nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. The eyesight can go wrong. The limbs can malfunction. Everything can go wrong. But the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are never wrong. Let us salute Siddiq Akbar radiallahu ta'ala at the time when only one was a mu'mina and that was the wife of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Bibi Khadijat al-Kubra and all the kuffar were mocking with Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in privacy said to him Tashhad bear witness testify that there is no God but Allah, the one and only, and that I am the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Without the slightest of hesitation, Allah Abu Bakr Siddiq, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah.
very first individual zat sharing that position with Khadijah al-Kubra. Some of the ulama say that the very first one to embrace Islam, some are of the opinion that it was Hazrat Khadijah al-Kubra. And there's a possibility that that, that riwayat is a very strong one because after the revelation, uh, Wasallam first went to Bibi Khadijah al-Kubra. But then again, being a wife, she had no choice but to accept what her husband told her. But Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was absolutely free, a tajir. He had the choice of doing whatever he will. But subhanAllah, he chose to stay with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa So fitna is very, very strong. We have to make sure, educate our children, educate them what happens, what happens, what will happen. Inshallah, just to end the session, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that when the mayyat is buried, then he can even hear the footsteps. The, the very last individual that is turning away from his cover, he can hear the footsteps. That is why Prophet ﷺ said that when you bury your Muslim brother, stand there for a bit and make dua for him, make istighfar for him, because now the, the time of questioning is there for him. Look at the information Prophet ﷺ has given us. Every information is there. In the riwayat it comes that وَيَأْتِهِ malakani فَيُجْلِسَانِهِ Two angels come who are known as Munkar and Nakir and they make him sit upright. They make him sit upright. Even Firaun, though he is in the museum, we are not to have any doubt that all oh, people are there visiting him or what Azadeh Kabar is there. Oh, Allahu Akbar Kabira. Azadeh Kabar is there. It is in the Quran. For the, the people of Pharaoh, the army and Pharaoh himself, day and night azab is given to them. Day and night azab is given to them. Day and night. Wasallam was walking in the streets of Medina Munawara, a few graves were there. And from the cover, from the heard a noise. Fire is on top of me. I am engulfed in fire. On my right hand side is fire. On my left hand side is fire. Wasallam came close and he told the companions, call all the people whose relatives are buried in this cemetery and that they are to stand in front of the, the cover that is uh, in relation to them. And all of, the, all of the people came, the companions, and they were standing close to their relatives who had passed away in that area. And this old lady came right at the end with a stick and the, the cover was at the end and she stood there. Wasallam went to her and said to that old lady that, who is he to you? And the old lady said that, Ya Rasulullah, uh, this is my son. The person who is resting in this grave is my son. He is my son. But I have no ties with him. I broke all my relations with him because he was disobedient to me. Allah is telling her that he is being punished in the grave and I can see that. And if you forgive him, Allah will forgive him. And she was again very hard. Some ladies can be very, very stubborn. 
very strong in the nature. No, Uttamaf Nikarwari. Uttamaf Nikarwari. I can't forgive him. Under no circumstances. Ah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had no choice. He made dua and the hijab was lifted. The cover split open for that lady to visualize and see what is happening to the sun. And the sun was burning. Allah the fire cover ke andar. Everything, every body part. And the sun was screaming. As the grave opened, the, the, the mother said, Ya Rasulullah, I forgive my son hundred times. I forgive my son. Is this the azab? Hudur alayhi salatu wassalam. Yes, this is the azab. And by the barakat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the azab was removed. But alhamdulillah, if one fulfills the obligation and he adopts taqwa in this world, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the merciful one. Allah will save him from azab e kabar. Let me just finish off the hadith. The two angels come. فَيُجْلِسَانِهِ And they make him sit upright فَيَقُولَانِي لَهُ And both of Munkar and Nakir say to him مَنْ رَبُّكَ Who is your Lord? And the mu'min and the believer will say رَبِّيَ اللَّهِ My Lord is the one and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَيَقُولَانِي لَهُ وَمَا دِينُكَ And the angels will say to them that What is your religion? فَيَقُولُ دِينِي الْإِسْلَامِ My religion is Islam. فَيَقُولَانِ مَا حَذَ الرَّجُلِ مَا حَذَ الرَّجُلِ الَّذِي بُعِثَ فِيكُمْ Who is this? What do you say of this great human being sent to you? يعني عبد الله عليه وسلم Some of the scholars say that wherever he is buried the earth splits open until روزي أتحر The earth splits open until the روزة of نبي كريم صلى الله عليه وسلم that is not difficult, is it? What is hard for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Nothing is hard for Allah subhanahu The earth splits open exactly towards Madinatul Munawwara. So wherever this individual is, he is questioned, what do you say to this great Zaaf who is resting, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And if he is a believer, he will say, huwa Rasulullah, he is our prophet. The Qadianis can go to Jahannam. But we the Muslims, alhamdulillah, we say, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Khatamun Nabiyyin and some of the angels will say وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ How do you know? This is one extra question. Now who this question will go to I don't know. But this is one extra question. وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ How do you know? كَاسَيْ فَتَا Some of the angels are Jalali فَيَقُولْ Even this Mu'min is MashaAllah Mu'min is a Mu'min and Hazrat Umar Farooq Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was putting in front of the companions the gravity of how ferocious that time will be when one expires and when he is buried so Hazrat Umar Farooq says to Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Rasulullah, I have only one question to you Will I have the same aqal in my cover which I have in this dunya? the same phrase. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at Hazrat Omar Farooq and he said, Naam, he said, no, no problem. Then there is no problem. This was the confidence these great people, Allah Akbar, had in them. No problem. 
is the same haqqal if there is no problem. We are the believers, we are the Muslims. Allah has laid jannat for who? For the angels? They don't eat. Who, who is the jannat for? For the Muslims. For Malala Muhammad Musa Bhai, for all the people in Masjid Omar, all the people here, all the Muslims everywhere in the world, in Leicester, the women folks, everywhere, every single individual. Inshallah, the Jannah is for us, and above all, we are the Ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu That is, Subhanallah, the greatest Nama. And he will say, Karatu Kitab Allah, wa Amantu wa Sabbaktu. And he will answer the question, I read the Kitab of Allah, and I have faith in it, and I confirm it to be true. And Subhanallah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says to the angels at that time, فَيُنَادِي مُنَادِي مِنَ السَّمَاءَ أَنَّ صَدَقَ عَبْدِي فَفْرُشُوهُ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ My servant spoke the truth, and the floor of cover is transformed to the floor of Jannah. The coffin on his body is transformed to the elite clothes of Jannah. And the door of Jannah opens up for him, the winds and the fragrance of Jannah blow into the cover, and the cover expands as far as the eye can see. So Jannah for a believer starts from the very first station which is Kabar. We have to work hard for it. Allah gives us the tawfiq. And for that person who has turned his face away from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Sharia and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is said that when he says that I don't recognize Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Munkar and Nakir take out this uh, the translation I could do here is a hammer made out of metal, steel. If that one hammer was to be striped on the biggest mountain on the surface of this earth, then that entire mountain would become powder in seconds. That mountain would become powder in seconds. That is the first strike when he rejects or he does not recognize the face of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa That is why, alhamdulillah, whatever the difficulties we face in this world, we have to be optimistic and have hope. And all the time, we are not to be mayus from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Insha'Allah Ta'ala, and if we follow the commandments of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Sharia, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will bless us in this world and even in the hereafter. And Insha'Allah, the cover, the alam barzakh the time, the period of cover will become, Subhanallah, like as if a transition, a place where we are uh, staying temporary in that area, but Allah will open up the doors of Jannah for us. Insha'Allah, when the, uh, as the session goes, maybe next week we can talk on the subject of Isari Sawab, what happens to the Mayyad, and continue until the last hour, the sign of Qiyamah, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Uh, because time changes next week, Sunday, inshallah, all the programs will be after Maghrib. All the programs will be after Maghrib. So if the brothers can make effort to come, inshallah, Allah will give you Sawab. Uh, really, it is no use for an Imam to be sitting alone and uh, talking to the jinnats. Uh, so we request to the brothers, I admit that I am not a great scholar, but uh, at least I am your imam. And, uh, you know, whatever knowledge we have, 
and whatever knowledge is in the kitabs and in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we quote out to you myself and the Imam Mawana Dawood sahab so brothers must take time out just to sit inshallah we won't take much of the time 20 minutes, 25 minutes but inshallah you are not sitting for any other purpose you are sitting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if you sit for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is ibadat, that is neki, that is mujahada in the time of fitna to sit 25 minutes, 30 minutes people can go home and switch on the television set and sit in front of the television set for hours to sit and hear the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who knows Maybe because of that one sitting, Allah will accept your dua and Allah will remove any calamity that is with you or in the future it could befall on any individual. So it is extremely important that we support our Muslim brothers in every way, be it in Muslim businesses, uh, retail shops, wholesale, masjids, homes, everything, wherever you see your Muslim brother, support him, support him to the maximum. Inshallah, if we have that jazbah and that iman, without a doubt, Allah's mercy will descend on every individual. وَآخِرُ الْعَوَانَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من رزاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار اللهم اغفر لجميع المؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم اغفر لجميع المؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل فيك قلوبنا إلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم يا الله يا رحمن يا الله هم نجوبنا فيه يا الله أنظرنا وصي يا الله هم يتوبى كمني كتوفيك دي يا الله توبى كمني كتوفيك دي يا الله دنيا كمني كتوفيك دي دي موت سي تهلي توفيك دي دي يا الله توهم سي راضي هو جا يا الله يقينا موت كي حادث هم نسوني عذاب كبر كي حادث هم نسوني يا الله هم تو بني غار ہے اوپر سے نیچے گنہگار ہیں یا اللہ ہم تو آپ کے رحم و کرم کے محتاج ہیں یا اللہ محض اپنے فضل و کرم سے ہمیں معاف فرما دیں یا اللہ موت جب آئے اس وقت بھی یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی رہے یا اللہ اور جب ہمیں قبر کے اندر داخل کیا جائے اس وقت بھی یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جائے یا اللہ اور منکر نصیر جب سوال کرے یا اللہ بھی فضلی کر عظیم یا اللہ محض آپ کے فضل و کرم سے ان سوالوں کے جواب ہم اتمنان سے دے سکے یا اللہ اور وہ قبر ہمارے لیے روزتوں من ریاضی کرنے بنے یا اللہ مرحومین میں سے ہمارے اساتیزہ استداروں میں سے جن کا انتقال ہو گیا ہے یا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ مسلمانوں کے اوپر یہ جو احوال آ رہے ہیں یا اللہ ان کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ یہ بچارے ہمارے مسلمان بھائے فلسطین جہاں پر مسجد اقصہ ہے یا اللہ یا رحمان یا رحیم یا اللہ یہ وہ مسجد ہے جس کی تعمیر آپ کی جلیل القدر پیغمبر دعوت علیہ السلام سلیمان علیہ السلام نے کی یا اللہ اس مسجد کا واسطہ جہاں سے آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے معراج کیا یا اللہ آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کا واسطہ یا اللہ مومنوں کی فلسطین مسلمانوں کی یا اللہ تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ان کی تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ کفاروں نے ان کو پریشان کیا ہے یا اللہ کفاروں نے ان کو پریشان کیا ہے یا اللہ آج کافر ہمیں گاجر مولی کی طرح زباہ کر رہا ہے یا اللہ مسلمان کا خون سستہ ہو گیا ہے یا اللہ تو ہماری حفاظت فرما یا اللہ بولنے والا بھی کمزور ہے سننے والی بھی کمزور ہے یا اللہ 
اسلامی ممالک کے جو لیڈر ہیں وہ بھی کمزور ہیں یا اللہ آج ہر مسلمان کمزور ہو گیا ہے یا اللہ تو ہمیں توفیق دے یا اللہ غیب سے ہماری مدد فرما یا اللہ کوئی ایسا مرد مجاہد پیدا کر یا اللہ ایسا مرد مجاہد پیدا کر یا اللہ اس سے واپس وہ جذبہ صحابہ کرام اجمعین کا زمانہ یا اللہ واپس وہ نور اسلام روح اسلام جھاگ جائے یا اللہ مسلمانوں کے اندر اتفاق پیدا فرما یا اللہ عرب ممالک میں اتفاق پیدا فرما یا اللہ جہاں کہیں مسلمان ہو مشرق و مغرب میں یا اللہ ان میں الفت و محبت ڈال دے یا اللہ جن کی جو پریشانی ہو ان کی پریشانی کو تو دور فرما یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو تو دور فرما یا اللہ افغانستان کی مدد فرما پاکستان کی مدد فرما شیشان اور چشمیا کی مدد فرما یا اللہ جہاں کہیں پریشان ہو یورپ کے اندر مسلمان جو پریشان ہے یا اللہ ان کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہندوستان کے اندر مسلمان ہے یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو تو دور فرما مسلمان بھائی یا اللہ ہندوستان ہندوستان کے اندر جہاں ہزاروں کی تعداد میں اولیاء اللہ صلاح آرام فرما ہے یا اللہ ان کی تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ان کی تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہم تجھے ماننے والے یا اللہ تیری عبادت کرنے والے تجھے سے مدد مانگنے والے ہیں یا اللہ ہم اللہ کو ماننے والے ہیں رحمان کو ماننے والے ہیں رحیم کو ماننے والے ہیں اور وہ غیر کو ماننے والے ہیں لیکن یا اللہ وہ ہمارے سر پر چڑھ چکے ہیں یا اللہ ہمارے اوپر حاوی ہے یا اللہ تو ہماری مدد فرما ہم کمزور ہو چکے ہیں یا اللہ ہم کمزور ہو چکے ہیں یا اللہ ہماری اولاد کی تو حفاظت فرما ہماری اولاد کی یا اللہ تو حفاظت فرما اسکول اور یونیورسٹی میں جا رہے یا اللہ ان کو ذنا سے بچا یا اللہ ان کو ذنا سے بچا ڈرگ سے بچا شراب سے بچا بری صحبت سے بچا یا اللہ ہماری اولاد ہماری آنکھوں کی ٹھنڈک ہو ہماری اولاد ہماری آنکھوں کی ٹھنڈک ہو یا اللہ مسلمان کے جو بزنس ہیں ان کو خوب ترقی دے لشکر کے اندر جو مسلمان کے جو بزنسز ہیں یا اللہ ان کو خوب ترقی دے یا عرب ممالک میں جو بزنسز ہیں ان کو خوب ترقی دے مسلمان ممالک کو یا اللہ خوب مال دے یا اللہ خوب مال دے ایسا مال دے اور ایسا جذبہ دے کہ جو حضرت عثمان کا جذبہ تھا یا اللہ جو حضرت عثمان کا جذبہ تھا جو صدیق اکبر کا جذبہ تھا سبحان اللہ بحمدہ سبحان اللہ نظیم سبحان اللہ بحمدہ سبحان اللہ نظیم وصل اللہ تعالی علی خیر خلقہ محمد وعلی آلہ وصحابہ وازواجہ وذریاتہ واہل بیتہ اجمعین برحمتک یا رحم الرحیم